podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. I'm Tom Cliff, creator of the world-famous online stand-up bingo, which started out its life at Northampton Town Football Club. Join me every Saturday at 2.15pm on the Cafe Track Facebook page for your chance to be crowned stand-up bingo champion of the world. Every ticket purchase goes towards keeping Cafe Track and Track NN a social enterprise dedicated to helping people to access work experience and hopefully employment. Buy your ticket now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash cafe track. Make sure you leave your chosen 15 numbers between 1 and 90 in the comment section and then play along live on the Saturday afternoons before the Cobblers game. So go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash cafe track now and get your ticket for the world famous stand up bingo. Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not to three. Hello and welcome to the It's All Cobblers to Me preview show. My name's Charles. Thank you very much for joining us. This week we are looking ahead to the massive, massive six-pointer at Sixfields at home to Wigan Athletic. And to help me do that i've got two guests danny is away basically i think one of his chickens got loose and he ended up chasing it all the way around bristol he's now knackered having run a half marathon and um he tripped over his beard so we've had to sort of give him the night off and instead in his place i have got the wonderfully youthful matt salmons how you doing matt you okay I'm good, thanks, Charles. Thanks for uh, having me on again. I'll just uh, send my best wishes to Danny. You know, hope, hope his injuries aren't too severe from tripping on his beard, and hopefully he got his chicken back. But I'm loving life um, probably a bit more than Danny is. I'm sat here. I've got a bovel on the left left of me, and I'm about to talk about my favourite thing in the world, which is the cobblers. So I'm good. I'm good. Good stuff. Fantastic. If you are thinking to yourself, I know that voice. Where that's where on earth have I heard it before? It's from the Cobblers Vlogs YouTube channel, which Matt runs. I I nearly said which Matt helps to run, but it is you. It is yours. You and Will together are Cobblers Vlogs. And also, you've brought on somebody else this week as well, haven't you? Yeah, we have. We've brought on um, Joel Coulson. I have said that right. Um, (laughs) That's his name. Uh, He's like a graphics designer sort of person. Um, he runs NTFC report on Instagram um, and does some like really cool like, graphic stuff on there. Um, and he messaged Will um, and asked, sort of kind of asked, um, you know, 
is there any sort of um, way that I can help you out with your graphics? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm a terrible um, thumbnail and logo and whatever designer. So I thought, yeah, let's get him on board. Um, we've now got a much better logo rather than the white text on a cloud background that I made. Um, and our thumbnails also much more attractive and appealing to viewers, I hope. Um, so yeah, great to have Joel on board with us. Fabulous, fantastic. And of course, um, the other reason that I've got you here is because you actually did watch the game against Fleetwood on Tuesday night, uh, whereas I decided to go out for a run instead. So um, the only way that I've really been able to sort of understand, I've not even, I'll I'll be honest, Matt, I've not even looked at the highlights. And the reason for that is because I looked at Twitter, I looked at our Patreon Slack channel, which you are a member of as well, um, and I thought, there's not really much point. It sounds like a nil-nil at Fleetwood was exactly like I would expect it to be. Boring as hell. Would you agree? Yeah, well, I kind of had a slightly different um, take on it than most people did because most people um, that are in that Slack channel and that are on Twitter watched the Lincoln game on Saturday and saw how excitingly good we were then. Um, I didn't watch the Lincoln game and I haven't watched the highlights either. I've seen our um, wonder goal, um, but that's all I've seen from the Lincoln game. So I was kind of coming into this blind based off probably the Sunderland game was probably the last game I watched before last night. But yeah, it was a bit dull to be fair. But um, from my perspective, someone who missed the Lincoln game, I think we've, um, we're now starting to get the makings of a good side. The signings seem to be... Uh, gelling we seem to be trying to play a bit of football as well some nice give and goes that we were doing um so yeah it was fairly boring there weren't major chances there was just one um Edmondson when he went through on goal probably could have done a bit better um but yeah it was a cold Tuesday night in Fleetwood that um I'm glad I wasn't there I'll say that uh, yeah I, I think that is it I mean I've been to see us play Fleetwood I think every time we've played them which is only like four times um up at um what it's Highbury I always think that's a ridiculous name for a football stadium especially when there's one that was much more famous than theirs but anyway um and and yeah I've never seen us win and I've always been quite I don't think I I think I'm right in saying that we've never even scored there either so that just shows you the kind of game to expect and and probably what we actually did get on Tuesday night. But um, new signing, Kiosk, as we're we're nicknaming him, simply because Chesley couldn't say it, couldn't spell Kioso in our WhatsApp group the other day uh, when he first signed. He made his debut um, for us. Um, Thoughts on on Peter Kioso, Matt? Yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, It was nearly a repeat of... Mikel Miller, in terms of um, just as he'd started his Cobbers career, it was almost over through injury, but with a clash of heads at the back post. Um, but luckily, he got up and was all right and uh, went on to have a really good game. Um, he provided a good balance um, from defence to attack. You know, he was good. He was back there when he needed to be. Um, and he was uh, he was getting forward when he needed to be and looked an attacking threat with his pace as well. Um, and you could really tell it um, when... He was, was he, I can't remember, forgive me, I think he was bought off um, and Corboa came on Mm. or he definitely switched position or something and Corboa was then supposed to be playing um, where he was and you could sort of notice that Corboa was far too far at the pitch compared to he probably would have been back there. Um, So it shows that he's got that really good balance at the back, Um, good bit of pace about him, Um, 
dangerous as well. So I think he's going to be uh, some player for us, him and Mills at wing-backs. Um, I think, yeah, are really going to help us kick on going forward this season. Exciting times, hopefully. Um, well, the other thing that happened this week was that um, on Wednesday evening, the KPMG report, uh, I'm not even going to attempt to decide what that stands for, but the auditor's report into the loan of 10 million quid from Northampton Borough Council to Northampton Town Football Club back in, well, it was about 2014, I think, 2013-14, when it initially was given, has been released. You can go and read the full report on the Northampton Borough Council website, which is northampton.gov.uk, um, or you can do what I did, which is read the Chronicle and Echo report um, that basically says that there were serious failings by the Borough Council um, in, in loaning the football club ten and a quarter million pounds uh, that then subsequently went missing. So that's the other bit of news. Uh, I don't know really what that's going to mean for any of the, um, you know, the, 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 I can't think of the word I was going to use, any of the people that were involved. Um, but we'll have to wait and see on that. But I, I don't really know what is going to happen, seeing as the Borough Council is being wound up and a, and a new uh, authority is being created that will come in in April. Um, so it, it's almost redundant, I suppose. But at least there's a report that has been threatened to be published for the last two years has finally been published and we'll hear from the Borough Council at some point in the future. But anyway, enough of that. That's all past. And we were talking about the future and we're in League One. And on Saturday, we're playing Wigan Athletic, my local League One side from where I sit and live in my house in Warrington. Oh, yes. There's bad blood between me and Wigan. Uh, and to help us uh, to look forward to the game, we're welcoming back a Wigan fan who came in before the game at the DW Stadium. Is it still the DW Stadium? I'm going to guess it is. And we'll have confirmation in a minute from Katie Powell. How are you doing, Katie? Are you okay? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Am I right? Is it still the DW Stadium? Yeah. As of now, it's still the DW Stadium. Fabulous. It's not changed names since the last time I looked. Good. I'm glad. Um, look, there's been so much that has happened since we beat you 3-2 um, at the DW way back. Uh, it feels like it was an absolute age ago. Um, it was in October 31st, Halloween. I bet that was scary for you, getting beat by Northampton Town at home. Um, a lot has happened, as I said. Um, including off-the-pitch stuff, which hasn't been too good for you either, has it? Well, last time I was on, I was talking about the proposed Spanish takeover. Well, in recent weeks, that is, they've crashed out after a change in bid. They halved their bid. Um, in the last hour or two of record when we're recording this um there's a new consortium supposedly fronted by ex latics player darren gibson but there's a lot up in the air so many have proved funds some haven't there's apparently about 14 interested parties but we're still no closer to getting a takeover over the line 
at this point. Can I can I just confirm Darren Gibson as in Manchester United, Everton, Sunderland? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Um, weird. That's what I will Bit say. Bit of a shock. <laughs> I mean, how are they? I'm, do you know what? I'm not even going to go into it. That sounds ridiculous, Matt. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah. You know me. I um, I don't get involved with uh, off-the-pitch stuff for my own club, let alone any other club. So, <laughs> yeah, it does seem a bit of a shock. Um, I'll be honest, I'm still <laughs> not really sure who Darren Gibson is. So, um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's probably poor for me. So, I'll just uh, give him a quick Google now. Oh, dear. Oh, Matt, you're sacked. Get Will back. Where's Will? Where's Will when you need him? Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, dear. Never mind. Not to worry, mate. Not to worry. We'll just leave you out of the conversation and me and Katie will talk like adults, okay? Um, I've got my bottle. It's all right. <laughs> um, look, right. I, I think at the end of the day, we, we won't talk about off the field too much because we don't want to, you know put you through it Katie essentially um we all hope that we can do find a bidder um or a buyer or whatever you want to call it somebody that's going to take the club or out of the hands of the greedy administrator I can't believe that he's basically just keeps putting his price up it's ridiculous but anyway we won't talk about that instead let's cheer you up by talking about Wigan Athletic nil Blackpool 5 great (laughs) (laughs) um so I'll, I'll he's nice to it. some of his guests I, I'm nice to all of my guests don't be, <laughs> don't be rude um, I'll, I have to say I have looked at the goals and the word tin pot came to mind Katie would you agree or am I being harsh well if I'm being honest with you I missed about three of them due to I follow but I've watched them all back and it wasn't good. We we gifted them all, in most of them. As I think the third one was a decent attacking threat. Like they went forward and it was worked well. But the others were very much gifted and were very poor from our part. I mean, does that worry you in terms of well, not just Saturday, but going forward? Because to be fair, I mean, I, I've looked at your results and I mean okay yes you're you're not out of trouble by any stretch but you have had some good results recently um you had the three all draw uh with Wigan uh sorry your Wigan you had the three all draw with Rochdale um you beat Burton away 4-3 um drew with Shrewsbury drew with Fleetwood you've drawn with Fleetwood twice in the space of what four or five games something like that I mean you have had I, I would say, you know, some good results. Also, then you've got terrible results in between. I mean, I've just gone back to the 15th of December where, again, at home, Rochdale put five past you. But you had a 4-3 win over Accrington the game before. You even beat Sunderland. So there, there's something weird. It's very strange results. How do you go from beating Sunderland... And then Accrington to then getting beat 5-0 by Rochdale. I think the one word is inconsistency, to be honest. Um, I think it's hugely down to the vast number of players coming in and out of the club. And it's leading to instability. Like We've signed 
three, four people in this transfer window and three of four have gone. And when you put in players with each other, when they've never played together before, four new people, four debuts at once, it's sometimes not cohesive. It's like 11 players on a pitch rather than a team. Mm if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're no stranger to that kind of thing happening, are we, Matt? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, though. It's uh, football at the end of the day. I mean, last time we talked, Katie, we were obviously talking about the, the fall from grace um, of Wigan Athletic. You know, it wasn't that long ago that you were winning the FA Cup and playing in the Premier League every season. Um, I mean, it, it does look like at the moment we're halfway through the season and, and you're on course for relegation to League Two, the bottom division of professional football in this country. Um, I mean, do, do you kind of look at it now with an almost air of acceptance? Are you more worried about maybe just getting the buyer sorted than you are about results on the pitch maybe? Well, to be honest, the result last night, I don't even feel like I could get mad or angry at these players because I know that they are trying their best and some of them have very limited experience in the football league, let alone at League One level. And for me, a buyer that would come in and take this club over is much more important for the long-term future than if we stay up or not. I mean, I think we can stay up. We've we've played well recently. We've only lost two in nine. And I I think we can stay up, but a takeover is 10 times more important in my eyes. And I think many Latics fans will agree with me. Yeah, I I don't blame them, to be honest. And I can't blame you either. Um, I mean, you are right, two in nine. That's that's not bad, really, until you see that both of those were 5-0. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one how we can go from conceding none to conceding five against teams that aren't necessarily your top six promotion teams. Like We beat Sunderland 1-0, yet conceded five at home to Rochdale. It just doesn't make sense and I think it's just a bit of naivety and inexperience that has led to these goals to be honest. You mentioned players before and of course every week I normally get Danny to single out his star man for the opposition. Matt's here instead. I believe that the last time that he did this on our podcast was the Lincoln game and all three players that he picked had either been sold or had COVID or some other kind of injury that it was keeping them out of the Lincoln side. So, Matt, this is your chance to redeem yourself. Who have you picked as Wigan's star man? Okay, here we go. Um, oh, and can gone... I just say, please, can go you on. have gone for Sam Tickle just for his name? <laughs> no, I haven't, but I'm sure Katie can tell us all about um, Sam Tickle if she wants to. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for um, a man who is been quite good um, in recent seasons in EFL, has gone up to Scotland and it hasn't really worked for him. 
um, Callum Lang. I've gone through recent starting 11s and he seems to be in some of them. Um, so hopefully he didn't get injured against Blackpool or something ridiculous. <laughs> um, I've seen that he scored um, 13 goals for Oldham in 18, 19. Um, got uh, a couple of 10 for Morecambe in 30 appearances in 17, 18 and then went to Motherwell last year and got three. Um, and he's already scored one for Wigan in three games. So hopefully... Um, he is your danger man. So if you want to prove me right or wrong, Katie. Well, I mean, he was incredibly close to scoring last night. He's, he, I think he he's going to be a key player for us if we stay up or not. So I think I agree with that. And I think he could be on the score sheet on Saturday, but who knows? Phew. And well, Sam well. Tickle. <laughs> yeah, t- talk to me about Sam Tickle. That's all I care about right now at this very yeah. moment. He's, is he? He's a goalkeeper according to Google, but he's not in your squad list on the website. So I'm presuming by that he's either a youth teamer or someone you just sold for fifty p last night. No, he's not. He's not in the squad because we can't afford to have more than two goalkeepers with the twenty three man squad limit. Right. Okay. So, does that is he still at the club then? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a he's in the youth team at right. the moment. That's absolutely fine. And look, let me just congratulate you, uh, Matt, for picking out a player that actually exists at the football club that we're Thank actually you. talking about. Well done. Thank you. you. Should be very very proud. Um, <laughs> um, Callum Lang is our uh, longest serving player. If that if, if that means anything now, keep it coming. Keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds to me like he, Matt's just gone for the the easiest and most obvious uh, in that case. Um, I am looking at your squad list, and obviously there are a couple of names in there that I, I would suggest that a lot of football fans will probably know. One in particular, um, Will Keane. Um, am I right in saying that he's he's been out for a little while? Um, he was. Um, he was out for a few weeks because of. Well, he's out a week or two because he had COVID. That's one of the reasons. Recently, um, he was injured quite a while back as well. But um, he's he's scored five goals for us this season, so it's the best he's played in a long time. And I think Liam Richardson has unlocked his goal scoring ability. Yeah, so I mean, you mentioned Liam Richardson there. I mean, I'm I'm on your site right now, so I'm on the uh, Wigan Athletic website, and um, he is. This is after last night's game. Um, he said we've lost three points. No time for negativity for the players. So he's pretty much just looking to to go straight on. He's down here as your assistant manager. Now, obviously, you you did lose. Paul Cook earlier in the season. Um, what's actually going on with the managerial situation at the Latics at the moment? Well, as you know, Paul Cook left um, and a lot of backroom staff have left to other clubs. For example, Anthony Barry went to Chelsea, who's now in line to become Fleetwood manager. Um, Liam Richardson was Paul Cook's assistant and he took on the role as first team manager. Um, but he got John Sheridan to come in because he didn't want to be 
manager. He wanted to be an assistant. But then John Sheridan left for Swindon and he's taken over as no one seems to be coming in to become manager at this point. But I have my faith in him. He he gets the club. He's been here nearly four years. So I think if anyone can keep us up, it's him and Gregory Uck. Fabulous. Well, look, um, as we always do, we'll we'll go with some predictions for this Saturday's game. Um, Matt, I'm going to start with you this week, please. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's going to be a tough game. Wigan seem to um, either get battered or um, they have, you know, their, their games are quite good. You mentioned they've had some four, four, mm. they had a four, three wins and three threes and stuff like that. So, um, I guess um, from Katie's point of view, she probably doesn't know what kind of Wigan's going to turn up every week. They seem to be, they seem to have sort of a different, um, something different about them every week. So I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, I think it will depend on what kind of Wigan turn up. And I think it will also depend on what kind of Cobblers turn up. Um, If we see the Cobblers that we've seen in the last two games that are, you know, trying to um, play the the right way with still a little bit of that direct stuff in there. Um, I think if we play like we did, like it sounded like we did against Lincoln, we should win comfortably. Um, So hopefully we get a win. Um, I'll be confident and go for a 3-0 Cobblers win. Oh, oh. Confidence running yeah. through his veins there. Lovely. Um, well, look, my, my head says that the last time that Wigan got beat 5-0 uh, against Rochdale, they then went and drew their next two games, one all. So that was away at Fleetwood and then at home to Shrewsbury. So in a way, my head sort of says, well, this will be a one-all. Um, however, because I don't listen to my head... And because I'm feeling very optimistic, having watched that Lincoln game especially, um, Uncle Bryn was fantastic. Kiosk is going to be just amazing. I've I've got it feeling in my bones about that boy. Um, Edmondson's got to come good. So I'm going with another 5 0. You know, I, do you know <laughs> yes, what? Yes, please. Absolutely. I'll fight. That's to Wigan, by the way, Matt. Oh, right. No, I'm only joking. 5 nil coppers. Um, <laughs> Katie, we'll get your prediction now, please. It can be serious or it can be uh, a bit silly like mine is. I don't mind. Well, last time we lost 5 nil at home, we went on a five-game unbeaten run. But um, as you said, it depends on which Wigan turns up because if it's the naive one that turned up on Tuesday... We'll get battered three, four, nil. But I believe that in a true Liam Richardson fashion, we'll play without fear. And I think there'll be goals. I think it'll be either a 2 2 or a 3 3 draw. Oh, I like that. You know, at least that's entertaining, Matt. That's what I'll say. Mm hmm. Oh, good. Just a um, Okay, yeah, lovely. Sorry. Thanks for your contribution. I was just checking ah. my phone because uh, Neil has just messaged me his prediction just now. Actually. Oh, right. Um, really? And he's gone for six all. <laughs> six all. Cool. So, cool. yeah, he's gone for three as well. Fabulous. Well, look, thanks very much for joining us, Katie. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you this season. Hopefully, we'll be speaking to you again next season as we can remain 
in League One with us as well. Hopefully both sides can make sure that we escape the drop. So thank you very much for coming on. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having me on, as always. You're very welcome. Thank you guys as well. Matt, thank you. No problem. It's always a pleasure. Um, if you want to um, hear a bit more from Matt, then obviously you can go over to the YouTube and find Cobbler's Vlogs, or you could become a Patreon of It's All Cobbler's To Me, where next month, February, you might find a very special episode that includes Matt's voice. Mm. Sign up Ooh. at patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me for as little as £2 a month. And you'll also get an invitation to our Slack channel, which is full of love and fun and games, isn't it, Matt? Yep, and maybe uh, you, you'll get to throw a few digs at me as well, um, if, if you fancy it. So yeah, it's no, genuinely, it is good fun in there. Um you know, I don't want to ramble on too much, but you know what it's like on Twitter these days. Everybody knows what it's like on Twitter these days. You know, whenever cobblers lose or even win, people still find something to argue about and, you know, banter about on there. And there's a couple of guys and, and girls in the chat that have differing opinions, but people seem to uh, to, to uh, get them across in a calm, sort of respectful way. So it's it's um, a really nice place to be. So I definitely recommend investing um a couple of pounds into being a, a patron and getting involved in that chat perfect it's as if i paid him to say it thanks very much matt thank <laughs> you katie thank you to you for listening and look we all wish the cobblers the best of luck on saturday can't wait looking forward to it should be a really good game of the cobblers we'll be back on tuesday thanks for listening goodbye Cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network.